So what I want to talk to you about today, I want to talk to you about because of my own need. I don't know how you woke up this morning and it may have been a picture of ecstatic joy and uh, relaxed confidence, but not me. I woke up this morning, I felt preoccupied, I felt stretched thin, I felt this temptation to just brood at a kind of a, in a kind of a low-grade way over things that I have to do over clouds that seem to loom on the horizon that are significant and that never seem to go away. And my mind just wanted to sit there. So if you take nothing else away from today, I will net it out for you. This is from Dallas Willard, page 109, Renovation of the Heart. When I face difficulty, evil, suffering in human life, in the world at large, or my own little life, I will either allow evil my view of evil, to determine my view of God and cut him down accordingly. Or I will allow my view of God to determine my view of evil and elevate God accordingly, recognizing that he is fully present in my life and in this world, and there is nothing beyond the power of God to redeem and bring good out of. So really, what we're dealing with today is what maybe the leading neuro researcher of brain and mind, Daniel Siegel, talks about as a state of mind. He raises in his research the question, uh, how can billions of neurons with trillions of firings and connections be organized so that we have some kind of a coherent, manageable pattern, a way of looking at the world and of ourselves? And he proposes the way that you understand that is to talk about what he calls states of mind. He says a state of mind can be defined as the total pattern of activation in the brain at a particular moment in time. All those little neurons going off together form a kind of a neural network or a neural pattern. And in our minds, they give rise to a coherent sense of what's the world like. A state of mind involves my understanding of is the world a safe place or a dangerous place or an exciting place or a threatening place? Um, what's my model for myself? Am I a person who is adequate to face life? Or am I a victim? Or am I overwhelmed? Or am I weak? Or am I one who is to be rejected? What is the behavioral set of responses that I'm most likely to tap into? Am I going to fight? Am I going to run away? Am I going to withdraw? Uh, am I going to engage? Am I going to struggle? And then how do I view other people? How do I understand them? How do I anticipate the future? What do I think is going to happen? What kind of energy do I bring to my life today? Is it quite high? Is it quite low? At every moment in our life, we are experiencing what Daniel Siegel calls a state of mind. And then where this gets particularly important is that those states of mind, um, the more often they're experienced, become kind of self-reinforcing. They become more likely to be re-experienced 
our neurons work that way. It's a bit, he says, like if you're up on top of a hill and you look down below and you see there's a pond on there, but it's all tall grass, you will uh, pick your way to walk down towards that pond. And then when you go back up to the top of the hill, you're likely to walk back in those steps because there's a little less resistance there. And then when the next hiker comes, he or she will go down those same steps. And then eventually you have a path. And our brains are that way. And that means our states of mind tend to get repeated in kind of a chronic way. And sometimes that's not good. Uh, so, for example, when, when we go back home after we're adults, we may find that the same kind of patterns, a sense of inadequacy or weakness or anger occurs when we go back there that we thought we had outgrown. I have a friend, this is a true story, who went back home and was having a conflict with his father and his dad said, you go to your room. And he was 32 years old. Well, that's the power of a state of mind. And then it is deeply impacted by how we view the circumstances around us. So, uh, here's a picture Siegel gives. If a man's walking with his romantic partner on a beach, enjoying the breeze and the sound of the waves, he will be in a certain state of mind that may be characterized by his attention is focused on the water and sky, on his lover's hand in his own, an awareness of a deep sense of calm and connection easy access to other similar romantic moments in his memory, a mental model of life as simple and rewarding, and a behavioral set of gentle, easy responses to others as he strolls down the sand. He may have a mental model of himself as a lovable person, deserving of such a tranquil and connecting experience. But if someone suddenly grabs this man's shoulder and roughly says, Hey, give me your money, his state of mind is likely to be suddenly transformed. No kidding, Sherlock. And then he enters into what is very often much more common for us, and that is a fearful state of mind, which is a very basic one, which tells us that the world is not a safe place. And my sense of self is, I am not adequate to cope or deal with it. And my uh, behavioral set of responses are likely to be to run or to flee, or to hide, or to withdraw. And uh, that is a miserable way in which to live. Now the invitation that you and I face today, that I face right now, is to have a with God state of mind. And this is a really good thing. I was playing golf with my friend Gary yesterday. He was talking about sometimes it just feels hard to follow God, to want to offer obedience, to have to surrender, to give up stuff, just feels like difficulty. And Gary was saying, I bet the disciples never played golf. I bet Paul never shanked a ball and then said, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. And so it's really helpful to step back at times like that and think, what is my mind going to be like with God and what is my mind going to be like without God? Dallas writes, The effect of standing before God by welcoming Him before us will be the transformation of our life. All else that, encounters, that enters our mind, and especially the thoughts that first come to mind as we encounter various kind of events that make up our lives, will be healthy, godly, and good. The conclusions we jump to, prompted by events, 
will be those in harmony with the realities of a good God-governed universe and not the illusions of a godless or me-governed universe. One where man is supreme or no one is. My patterns of thinking will conform to truth and I will extend and apply those truths under the guidance of God's Holy Spirit to all the details of my life. So take a moment right now to enter into a with God state of mind where my view of God determines my view of evil, suffering, pain, the events of my life. And a beautiful example of this is the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd. I am not on my own. I am not inadequate to face what life throws at me because I don't face it by myself. I shall not want. My life doesn't have to be defeated or driven by unsatisfied desires. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness and doing right things. My behavioral set that's available to this state of mind is quite restful and quite good. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. I do not live in a fearful state of mind, even though terrible things may and do happen in this world because I am not alone. Because the God who watches over those little birds that are singing right now is also the God that watches over me. Your rod and your staff, your presence and your protection comfort and guide me. You prepare a table in the presence of my enemies. There are people who are hard for me to deal with, but you are right there. So my stomach is not troubled. I am able to eat and even invite my enemies to the table if I'm having a particularly good day with you. You anoint my head with oil. You remind me in the pain of being rejected by others that I'm accepted by you. My cup overflows. From one moment to the next, God, you're here and you care. Surely goodness and mercy follow me like a couple of little sheepdogs at my heels. All the days of my life, not some of the days, not the good days. And then I have a future. I will be with you forever. That is the with God state of mind. Lift up your hearts. See you next time.